0: To Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is episode 108. With me this week, we have well, this week, come on, um, <laughs> this month maybe, is uh, Zach Miller.
1: Hello. Hi, Zach. Hi, Mike. Not dead yet.
0: Yeah, no, you're still around, still alive and kicking. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, it's been a little while. I apologize for that. As I have mentioned on previous episodes, uh, things are a bit busy for me as of late, but, uh, I have not forgotten about this podcast. Please don't think I have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is proving it. I'm, <laughs> you're listening to one right now. <laughs> so, uh, Zach picked a few games, I picked a few games, the listeners picked a few games. It's the standard drill. So uh let's just get started. Excellent. Ah, beautiful
1: song. So peaceful.
0: Yeah, it's probably my favorite song from this game.
1: Oh, really? Wow.
0: Yeah. There're a lot of good songs though. There are. As the listeners will see. Indeed. Well, Zach, will you do us the honor of reading the question?
1: Oh, of course. So what happens if you whip the cook's little pup?
0: Well, I hope that helps some people figure out the game.
1: Yes, uh, there's a very uh, similar, for a reason, track that uh, you played while I was on several months, maybe over a year ago, when we had the prequel to this game. That's right. Mmm.
0: Well, what game is this, Zach?
1: This is Shantae Risky's Revenge for DSiWare.
0: Yep. Also available on your 3ds, as it was for me when I bought it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Still twelve dollars though. Little. Mm.
0: Yeah, it was not a cheap game. So yeah. I, I, don't know if it's a great value for the money at twelve dollars. It's still a, a pretty fun game though.
1: Oh yeah, and beautiful looking. What probably one of the best looking 2D games on the system.
0: Yeah, the stretching for DSI on. Uh, oh yeah. 3ds probably. Hurts it a little. Hurts uh, it a little, yeah. But, and, the, uh, and the
1: colors are a little washed out. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have a DSi or DSi XL, this, that's the way to play it.
0: So uh, Shantae Riskies Runs, of course, the sequel to the uh, Game Boy Color game, uh, Shantae. Yep. Which uh, probably no one played no one in played. An actual Game Boy Color form. But uh, in the sequel is pretty... I imagine pretty faithful. I mean, it does some things different, I think,
1: right? Yeah, it doesn't have as much... uh, It's a lot more direct. A lot more uh, linear.
0: The structure of the game is that there's kind of a side-scrolling overworld, and then there are a few dungeons that are... um, I mean, they're also side-scrolling. They're, they're, I don't know, maybe kind of, sort of analogous to something you'd find in, like, Zelda 2 or something. I don't know.
1: Definitely running around finding keys and getting new stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wish it were a little more Metroidvania style, but, but uh, it's still a fun game. There's a little too much um, backtracking and, and revisiting of areas in the overworld, and for my tastes,
1: yeah, and it's it's difficult to get under the two-hour speed run time.
0: Yeah, but it, it just it just feels like there's a lot of fluff. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. It, the, the dungeons are a lot of fun. Those are definitely the best part of the game, and they definitely uh, make use of Shantai's powers, which, of course, let her uh, transform into whatever, a monkey. Monkey, and,
1: elephant, and mermaid. Right,
0: so uh, I mean, there's some fun um, platform puzzling to be had from that, but uh, the, the overworld just sort of
1: is more of like a generic, you know, uh, whip and shoot. There, there are really adventure. only three environments. Yeah. Uh, the, thing that, the thing that I think really adds fluff to the game is that every time you come out of a dungeon, you come out with a new power um, and then the game forces you onto this kind of si- will force you onto a side quest that kind of teaches you how to use the power but the right. power is so very obvious you know, it doesn't require skill to use uh, that it feels like those sections go on way too long, like finding all the coffee pot parts Yeah, you know, I mean, you can you can eventually get you know I've played the game enough that it's you know bam bam bam, but it's not uh, it it takes several playthroughs to get kind of memorize the sequence of events.
0: Yeah, what would have otherwise been a really tight game, I I guess they felt compelled to to make it a more epic game or something. So they it was originally
1: supposed to come out in three parts because the DSIware file size limit's so small. Hmm. But, uh, but they condensed it all to one game, and I think you can, you can definitely tell where they had to squish stuff together.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I don't want to hate on this game. It's a no, lot of it's fun. It's excellent is. music, and uh, the controls are very good in the game. It, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, there's some flaws, but it, it's a lot of fun. Um, the, of course, the, the music's by uh, Jake Kaufman, also known as Avert. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also, of course, did uh, the music for Mighty Switch Force, which we used last time. And Mighty Milky Way. And Mighty Milky Way, and a few other games by way forward, I think. But what I wanted to point out, I neglected to point out last time, was that you can buy uh, the soundtracks or, or get them for free uh, from the official website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a, uh, what is it? what do they call it, Choose Your Price? Or, yeah, Choose Your Price. And uh, and so you can donate or just download the soundtrack for Shantae and Mighty Switch Force and, and probably a couple of his other projects. Yeah. You know, just do a search on Google and you'll find it. And you know, if you like it, contribute a few bucks because uh, all the money goes straight to uh, making more songs. basically. Indeed. So uh, it's you know it's worthwhile cause.
1: Oh yeah, great soundtracks too.
0: So uh, we, we probably should answer the bonus question here. Uh, what happens if you whip, I assume with, with her hair, yep. uh, whip the cook's little pup?
1: So the very first uh, kind of subquest in the game is to find a this little cook's dog. And when you find her and you bring her to the cook, she gives you an item to get into the first dungeon, and the dog just runs around and is happy. Well, if you want to, you can whip him, and that knocks him off the screen, but you get a whole lot of rupees for doing that.
0: And is your name changed to Thief for the rest of the game? <laughs> I, I, you know,
1: you expect the the cook to do something, like chase you out, but she doesn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. I feel like there's some rough edges in the game that are also in the kind of presentation. Because, I mean, visually there's a lot of details, but like the writing comes off as very crude. I don't know it if can, you agree yeah. with me, but it just comes off as kind of rushed or... I don't know. It's trying to be jokey, but it doesn't really isn't really funny
1: yeah no i i agree (laughs) it it isn't really a funny game but you're you're right kind of trying to be cutesy yeah there's there's a particular place in the um in that tower that you have to climb all the way to the top of kind of the the arena battle Mm -hmm. um the guy at the bottom of the arena tower who you talk to is talking in leet speak or something and it annoys me
0: yeah yeah oh well oh well we're going to the next game here sure Instrument is kind of annoying actually, or if you can call it an instrument.
1: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm finding this game doesn't have good music, whatever it is. <laughs> it's
0: not terrible, it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, here's your question mm-hmm. What food item must you eat more of than your opponent to win in an aptly themed mini game?
2: Oh.
0: Well, oh, yes. Lots of that,
2: mm-hmm. yes. yes, indeed.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Quite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, I miss
1: Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I do too.
0: Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> what game is this, Zach?
1: Well, first we should—I mean, I think the uh, trivia question kind of gives it away. You have to eat more Dorito, uh, Doritos, Domino's <laughs> pizza than your uh, opponent, so that must mean this is Yo-Noid for the NES.
0: That is correct. Now, a a lot
1: of our listeners might not know who the Noid is.
0: I know of the Noid because of this game. I never saw him on TV.
1: The Noid is a terrifying product of the 80s um, where there's this kind of claymation dude in a weird-looking red rabbit suit. Yes. uh, And... His goal in these commercials is to destroy Domino's pizzas, um, and he never succeeds. There's one what I by remember. Destroy?
0: You mean like destroy the pizza or destroy like
1: the company? Destroy or... the pizza so that people can't eat it. It's like the opposite of the Tricks Rabbit.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, and he he in one commercial I remember he tried to freeze the he froze all the competitors' pizzas with like. You know, Mr. Freeze's freeze gun, and then, uh, but he couldn't freeze the uh, Domino's pizza, and he was sad.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh,
1: and the game. How did I
0: miss it... this as a kid? Was this like a this wasn't like a regional thing, was it? Oh Cause... no, it
1: was it was a campaign. I mean, and the Noid was actually like you look back at him, he's kind of creepy.
0: Oh, he's creepy. He he's like got like really kind of like butt tooth. Yeah. mouth and
2: triangular head
0: yeah triangular head and kind of it's almost like a something you might find from like a adult swim cartoon now or yeah, something
1: yeah <laughs> but with claymation yeah. um oh it's creepy and uh so if if nobody out there knows who the noid is i i highly recommend going to youtube or something and looking up you know dominoes and the noid um the game itself, I've played a lot of. I didn't own it, but I remember repeatedly renting it. It's not a horrible game. Um, it's a side-scrolling, uh, platforming, kind of combat-heavy game in the tradition of Castlevania.
0: Yeah, that's that's a fair comparison.
1: Like, instead of a whip, he's got a yo-yo. and But, you know, the, the heads-up display has the enemy's non-existent health bar on there until he shows up, and and uh, your time limit, and the Noid's health, and it looks a lot like a Castlevania game with a really creepy-looking dude.
0: Oh, you mean like a, a traditional NES Castlevania, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I have to point out that your description of the Noid is not terribly consistent with uh, his depiction in this game, because in this game, there's that mini-game where you you basically have to like eat more pizzas than...
1: your opponent than Mr. Green
0: Mr. Green who looks exactly like Mr. Noid
1: but he's red he's green instead of red Ah, see it's it's subtle a well
0: conceived uh... subtle
1: (laughs) (laughs) and actually in the game the game couldn't really do green very well so he looks more like a gray Mr. (laughs) Gray
0: that's why I had to name him Mr. Green to make sure it was clear that was the color (laughs) they were going for (laughs) (laughs) not to be confused with like Clue the video game if there is such a thing
1: uh, I can only imagine there must be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, I doubt you'll be able to find this game anymore, but if you can and you have a working NES, you may as well give it a shot if you like Castlevania-type games.
0: And we should probably specify that this is a uh, Capcom game. So it's, a, it's one That's of these true. Capcom-licensed games that are maybe less famous than... Even- and most games are Disney ones, but, you know, they did Little Nemo and, and this yep. game and, and probably a few other things I can't think of.
1: Man, Little Nemo is awesome.
0: Little Nemo is awesome, but I think we already used it.
1: I think so. So There you have it, the Noid. Go look him up and uh, and be, sit down while you do it.
0: All right, well, the next game here is a listener request from Chris from Chicago.
2: Mm.
1: Eastern
0: <laughs> yes yes uh, <laughs> it is <laughs> very pretty song it is all right zach let's see if you can figure this one out what is the name of the main character's mother
1: I had my doubts that it was uh, a Japanese game, but the kind of sumo wrestler uh, oh. yell toward, in that third song gave it away. What is it? I have no idea, but it's Japanese.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, this is Den uh, for the DS.
1: Oh, you know, I've never played it.
0: I haven't. Well, I played it at E3. Okay. Um, so of course this is the sequel to the PlayStation Two slash uh, Wii, Wii. Uh, game Okami, and uh, you know I, I played the original. I, I borrowed Johnny's copy uh, on uh, PlayStation Two and uh, played that. It's it's a lot of fun, and, and this game is very very similar. Um, the art style, the sound is very similar. I mean I. I really wouldn't be able to tell you which one came from which other than maybe slightly tinier sound from this game. And that's kind of part of the problem. It has a huge soundtrack, but so much of it just sort of blurs together. It just sounds, yep, it's Japanese atmospheric kind of old-timey music. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I had a lot of trouble finding some songs in the soundtrack that uh, I thought really popped and and would be good for this, uh, you know, for a podcast format like this. But, I mean, it's still a very beautiful game.
1: Yeah, it looks very nice. I have the original, or I, I should say, I had the original on Wii, but the motion control for drawing things is actually abysmal. You'd think it would be good, but it's awful. Uh, so I didn't play much of it. I've, I've actually looked for the PS2 version but couldn't find it.
0: Oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah, it's a really fun game. I, I haven't played through Alchemy Den, so I, I don't know how it compares... Uh, I'm sure... I know a common complaint is for people that play the original that the sequel just sort of treads the same ground. I mean, the characters are pretty much the same. I mean, you're playing as Amaterasu's child, Chibi (laughs) Terasu. And, like, uh, in your partners with the kid of the... kind of the hero from the previous game that was the human at least for part of it, and you still have the Celestial Brusque mechanic, and it's just very similar. You're still going around, you know, making trees bloom with the, you know, by drawing. Right. And the drawing mechanic is a little tedious in this game, because...
1: Isn't there a lag when you try and switch the...
0: There is a lag, you know, it, it kind of was a animation of the top screen moving to the bottom screen. Um, I think that was because they were worried that people wouldn't have enough time to, to respond and pull out hmm. the stylus. But... Uh,
1: Well, I imagine for a game like this, you just have the stylus out.
0: If you're going to play this for like 20 or 30 hours, you're going to get pretty quick at doing that. Oh, yeah. And and if you are waiting on the game to allow you to start drawing, that's bad. Especially because uh, there are a lot of places where it just isn't optional. In in the first game, it was kind of, there were some places where you had to draw, but like in the combat and stuff, you know, it's very optional. Uh, Yeah, yeah. How much you want to really rely upon drawing bombs and things like that. Uh, in this game, you're commanding your partner, kind of, uh, I guess, spe- Spirit Track style or something. I, I never played spear oh. Tracks.
1: So you're you're telling them where to go with the stylus, like Zelda? yeah. If I recall mm. correctly, that's
0: how that works. And so there's this lag every time you want to go tell them to do something, and if they don't quite do what you want to do, then you got to pull it down again and, and fix it. it it's it just Man. it's time
1: consuming. I have I have an, and I'm playing through Spirit Tracks right now and that's the most annoying part of that game.
0: Yeah, then you wouldn't like Okami done based on okay. the demo I played. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah, it's a shame because it, it looks so beautiful and, and clearly, you know, put a lot of care into the game. Uh, even if it didn't stray far enough from the predecessor, I mean, it, it's it's a high production game. For yeah,
1: I you know it looks like it. It looks gorgeous.
0: All right. Well, uh, we have another request here. Well, Enjoy. Uh, I don't know know if you're going to enjoy this one. Oh, goody. Actually, I take that back. You will. I'm confusing this with with (laughs) Yonoid. groove to it
1: that is one of those tunes that i have kept in my head for the last 20 years or more, <laughs> and i'd forgotten where it was from but i think i know where it's from now
0: glad to be of service oh yes epic than this game deserves
1: yes it really is (laughs) and i i uh recognize that tune too but i remember it a little differently
0: oh we have a question here oh sweet what collectible doodads scattered about each level grant you 50 points each hmm
1: a little more appropriate for this game. I guess.
0: I don't know. I thought it was catchy.
1: <laughs> a little cornier, though.
0: Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, come on. you got to set your standards lower when you're talking about an LJN game. Uh, <laughs> the guys who brought you Jaws for the NES. <laughs> oh, excellent.
1: The one with the uh, collecting uh, license plates.
0: Jaws game was collecting conch shells, I believe. Oh,
1: conch shells. You're right. You're right.
0: Uh, what... Game is this, Zach? You also requested this.
1: I did. This is this is another of those blast from the past games. Uh, believe it or not, the Crash Test Dummies got uh, two games: one on the NES and one on the Genesis. Uh, both that's right. Awful. Your public
0: service announcement: Crash Dummies or Spokes Dummies or the Incredible Crash it. Test Dummies. Incredible Crash Test.
1: So I, I don't know how that got to be a brand. I
0: don't. That's a little crazy. I think. Tyco made a product line of toys I had based some of on uh, this public service announcement. I mean, I don't know if like the DMV or AAA owns the, the rights yeah, to that, that franchise or whatever. Uh, but uh, Tyco had a license for it, uh, and uh, apparently LJN grabbed the hold of that. Yeah.
1: I had a few of the toys. They explode when you press a button on their backs.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but the game is uh, barely playable. You're a crash test dummy, and you're on a you're you're riding on a wheel.
0: Was that what that was? Okay, I, I couldn't quite figure out what the heck was going yeah, on. Yeah,
1: you're trying to balance on a wheel.
0: Oh, is that why? Like when you turn around, that's how you like, attack or something. You turn around and skid marks attack baddies or something. Or I
1: think I don't think you can actually kill anything. I think you just use a uh, uh, puff of smoke or something to distract enemies, and oh. then you just run past them. Uh, and then you collect uh, safety cones, right, for fifty points apiece. Uh, and the bad guys range from such. Uh, uh, such great bad guys as Tire, Bouncing Tire <laughs> um, always a classic and then uh, <laughs> Random Rocket Car yes the Rocket Car, yes although, you know, Yo Noid wasn't any better, one of the bad guys was a seagull
0: <laughs> well, you know, you didn't have too much to work with with these, like, <laughs> advertisement uh, franchises
1: D-list brands <laughs>
0: I mean, how do you make an uh, earnest game for the NES? I mean, it's kind of like that. <laughs> but
1: I think somebody did.
0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't like the Ernest brand. I mean, I own Ernest Goes to Jail. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what you do with that, you know? <laughs> Push A to save Ern as many times as you can.
2: <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Don't steal uh, my
0: idea. That's my idea. Damn it!
1: (laughs) They'll bring it back. Yeah. Um, But crash test dummies—you just kind of run around avoiding obstacles, and it's—I remember it being a relatively difficult game. But man, I watched some YouTube videos of it recently on a nostalgia trip, and I was like, this game could be beat by a five-year-old.
0: I don't know. It's a pretty bland game. I mean, it doesn't look bad. Graphically, it's actually kind of crisp. Yeah.
1: And this, the music is unusually good. Yes. <laughs> but,
0: uh, like I said, it's an LGN game, so you can't expect a whole lot of gameplay in it.
1: No. It's a, it's a weird... The 80s were a weird time.
0: Well, you know, when you're like a seven-year-old kid, and that's the game you have, you make fun out of it. Like, that Jaws game, I know it's a bad game, but I still have fond memories of it. You find the submarine, and all of a sudden you can... Drop bombs at will and shit and going the stingrays and then there's the you know the bomb dropping minigame and that that was great. Best game ever.
1: I had a game when I was little based on uh, the the rescue of Doctor Livingston by Stanley. (laughs) One of the worst games I've ever had, but but I played the hell out of it because I owned it.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, that was The Incredible Crash Test Dummies, brought to you by uh, Zach and a mystery listener known simply as Y. (laughs) Oh, what a terrible time that was. Oh, man. (laughs) We
1: were all confused and stupid. listen to that whole track before
0: now you have <laughs> Surely you know what this game is by now.
1: I got to get something off my chest. That chipmunks-esque sound effect they use throughout this game really bothers me.
0: Yeah, you're not the only one. (laughs) Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, which game mode houses five additional levels not found in the main game? Huh. news for you, Zach. Uh-oh. That noise you're complaining about is kind of a staple for this...
1: Series, yeah, it's almost
0: the uh hallmark thing about it is that it has that weird blah, blah, and like the, <laughs> the, the bad guys
1: hop or whatever, and they hop. Well, they don't hop in the first one, they don't. I thought they did, no. Well,
0: or they pause or something, they, yeah. They, maybe they pause they, and they turn. do something, they pause and turn or do something to the music,
1: yeah, yeah. So, uh,
0: let's all say it together the game is
1: new Super Mario Brothers Wii. We said that so enthusiastically.
0: I like this game, but I don't necessarily like the presentation of the game. I don't either. The music's okay, but the main theme is way overused and taken from the first game
1: in the series. Which, And and I will tell you, the Wii game is better. Oh, the
0: Wii game's definitely better, but it comes off as a a little lazy at points. I mean, I I thought the level design was pretty novel in in a lot of places. Yeah. But uh, the, the graphics are just... You know, plasticky, generic, you know, they look like something out of some third-party late Super Nintendo game.
1: Yeah, or kind of almost, I hate to make the comparison, but almost Yoshi's Story-esque. Yeah. You know, with the textured backgrounds and the plasticky characters. Yeah,
0: so it upsets me to see them continue this trend with the... Two
1: more games! Out within probably six months of each other.
0: It's insane. I I don't... You know, they're they're pulling a Capcom on us, and it's kind (laughs) of scary to see. Because it's going to burn itself out. It really is. I'll probably wind up playing at least one of those two games, and I'll enjoy it.
1: And remember, in the Wii U version, you'll be able to play as your me.
0: Well, that was what was demoed last year at E3. We don't really know if that's... Uh, I suspect that is a gimmick that they're going to pedal. yes. Yes. But uh, either of those games will make me interested if uh, they go for an earnest attempt at a world map like uh, Super Mario World style with multiple exits and nooks and crannies to explore. You don't
1: just want a straight line?
0: Well, no, I, I don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, the level design in the series thus far has really been... More based on uh, the first, you know, Mario 1 or, or Mario 3. and uh, Ghost houses seem, for Mario World. There are ghost houses for Mario World, but o- overall it's been a more linear thing. You, you aren't going in multiple directions. It isn't really encouraging you to explore no. uh, nooks and crannies too much. And uh, that was a lot of what Mario World was about. They haven't really ever explored that, you know, revisited that. Or a 2D platformer, Metroid kind of does some of that, but that's it has a different feel to it.
1: Yeah. M-
0: the Mario World experience really has not been reproduced. I don't think ever,
1: really. I'd like to see him go back to Mario... I mean, it's not really Mario 2, but you know, Mario 2.
0: Yeah, that'll never happen either. <laughs>
1: no. But it was an, it's such an interesting world. You know, you can only yeah. go through the lava zone so many times. What's, what's the answer to the question? So,
0: so the answer to the question is that there was a coin battle mode where you're, you're competing to collect the most coins, Right. and you can either play um, the standard levels that you've unlocked and, and maybe a sampling of ones you haven't kind of as a preview, I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, there are five additional levels that are only in that mode, and they're, they're pretty interesting, and, and they're very much geared towards you know lots of coins to collect. Oh. So... Uh, if you've never checked that mode out there are a few levels that you've just never played so if you have a partner to play with or or several check it out sometime because there's that's a kind of a a cranny of the game i never would have discovered if i weren't reviewing the game and i'm glad i did because i I totally would have overlooked that and you know it's a fun little mode
1: Huh? i've never i've never played coin battle because i'm i'm just alone in my house
0: uh, right, and I played through most of the game like that, but I, you know, I brought it to a friend's house and said, "Please, please, please, just play <laughs> a couple levels with me, just so I know what this is about." And I did, and so
1: yay! Yeah. <laughs> now, now I want to ask you real quick. You're talking about the aesthetic of the new Mario Brothers games. Have you played Rayman Origins or seen it in action?
0: Uh, yeah, I saw it last year in E3.
1: I think if Nintendo wanted to spruce up the Mario games, that it would be nice to do a hand-drawn style again.
0: Yeah, Uh, I mean, they did that with Wario Land Shake It.
1: And it was wonderful. And, uh, you know, that really high detail, very uh, hand-drawn animations uh, really suits that kind of game well.
0: It does. There are some caveats to that in the... Warland Shake It asks. They talked about how they really had to plan out all the levels ahead of time and whenever they made a change of the level they were then, you know, had to go back and get the artist to redraw stuff. Mm. So it's a less agile development path if you do something like
1: that. Right, you can't use the same toolkit.
0: But there's probably a happy medium too, where it's hand-drawn sprites. Yeah. I mean that's what they did for Yoshi's Island and things like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's get another Yoshi's Island game. A good one.
0: Well, you never know what Feel's working on.
1: Oh, I hope so.
0: It's been long enough that uh, they should have something to show.
1: Oh, that would be so great. That would just be the best, the, the, the perfect marriage, Yoshi's Island and Feel.
0: But we don't even know if they're working with Nintendo. I, I have no oh. idea what Feel's working on. They haven't really done anything big with a different publisher, and I don't know why they would want to. They've been reasonably successful. Oh, yeah all right well we should probably wrap things up zach thank you for joining me
1: thank you for having me always a pleasure
0: Uh, this will be the last episode of this podcast before e3 so uh, hopefully uh, new silver mario brothers we kind of whetted your appetite for what is to come be sure to check out uh, podcasts from the show i'm sure that As with prior years, we'll be recording stuff after the show, back at the hotel, things like that. Definitely keep your ears out for that. That'll probably be on the RFN feed.
1: Yep. And there'll probably be a home team show from Connectivity.
0: All righty. Well, so look forward to that stuff. I hope to be on some of those episodes as well. See you next time. See you after the big Wii U blowout. Yahoo! Revenge is copyright 2010 Wave Forward Technologies. Yo Moi is copyright 1990 Domino's Pizza. Capcom. All Comey Dan is copyright 2010 Capcom. The Incredible Press Test Dummies is copyright 1993 LJN Daiko Industries. New Super Mario Brothers Wii is copyright 2009 Nintendo.
1: There needs to be a Street Sharks video game. Somebody needs to bring the Street Sharks back.
0: Is that the franchise that said Jossum? Yes. <laughs> yes it was oh my well actually that that franchise then goes way back i think that was a favorite of uh ozzy ben uh cosmina uh who used to be on the staff
1: really uh i just i just remember one of the heroes names was Slamu.